Welcome to the Extraordinary Being Movement, where we inspire you for change, influence you for success, and motivate you for just get, get out there to take action in life. Today, we're going to be talking about the Great Awakening with Terry Martell. But before we do that, I need to introduce my two favorite co-hosts, the one and only Fred Martinez. Fred, how are you today? I am doing fabulous, guys. Fantastic. And Christopher Shiver, what's going on? Hearing you loud and clear, Len. I love it. Well, I'm excited today because I have my own special friend and hypnotherapy teacher herself in the house, Terry Martell. I've known her for over 10 years. She has been a true inspiration to my life, and I'm glad to finally have her here live with us on the Extraordinary Being Movement. Terry is a holistic practitioner. She does Reiki, hypnotherapy. She even has a connection with the angels. So let me just jump right in and say, hello, Terry. How are you today? Welcome, Terry. <laughs> well, thank you guys for inviting me. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doing so well. well. Huh? I said, of course. I mean, I've been looking forward to have you on the show for a while. Uh, just tell people a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, sometimes that's a, a little difficult because I'm just a multi-dimensional being. <laughs> but basically, uh, I am. Um, I'm, I'm. I'm a hypnotherapist. Um, I'm also an instructor. I train people to become hypnotists. Um, I'm an energy worker. Uh, I, I used to say Reiki, but now it's gone a little bit beyond Reiki. So, I, so because I use the angel influence. Um, in order to create uh, a higher vibration frequency. So I'm an angel, so I'm also an angel healer. I do a lot of angel workshops and things like that just to kind of like um, bring in something um, that uh, people can relate to, okay? Because mm -hmm. I can go even beyond that. <laughs> and um, I'm a channeler. I've channeled extraterrestrials and angels, and I've also helped... Uh, um, people cross over, you know, um, with, um, uh, or, or basically, um, people who have, uh, passed on, but had a hard time getting, uh, over to the other side. So I have also helped that. Um, I used to call myself a ghostbuster, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> and then, um, and then I, uh, I'm also a Tai Chi instructor and I do like past life regressions, things like that. Um, I'm an astrologer. Actually, I'm into astrology big time, and I do uh, astrology counseling. So it's not just I do somebody's chart. I do the counseling along with it to help them to see their soul's purpose. You know what they're really all about. So I think I covered most of it. Sure, it sure sounds like it. I, I know you've always been up to big things, trying to make a difference in people's world, and you yeah. have a very strong spiritual connection and a connection to the universe that a lot of people don't have because you've done the work. You've really ha have this other sixth sense, I would call it, uh, yeah. that you really can connect with people on a whole new level, like you were saying, more on a spiritual level, uh, even yeah. with people passing over and dealing with yeah. past life regression. And, and I've seen you in action with past life regression, and that is just outstanding. Um, we worked with uh, our good friend Kat, where you know we use hypno we hypnotize her hypnotherapy 
and she went back into time into a whole new different person than who she was today. Wow. And that had still that still stuck with me and I still tell people, I'm like, trust me, I've seen it in action. Yeah. This wasn't, you know, just some magic trick. This was real this really happened where she was yeah. feeling this other person and and uh, you know, describing what was there at one point in in that other life that she once had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, so what happens really with past life regression is it's a, a soul journey, okay? Mm-hmm. And so what it is, and I love working with the soul, okay, because with people's souls, because because we don't realize that uh, a lot of people don't realize that they really are just a soul being. You are energy, living a human experience in this physical form that actually you created, you know, mm-hmm. so, so the whole, uh, you know, even pri- or pr- prior to conception with all your guides, your masters and all those entities that said, Hey, you know, we'll come along with you for the journey. Okay. And we'll, we'll be here for this experience and that experience and we'll help you to awaken on this aspect. And um, I'm going to run into you when I'm 30 and you're going to be 60, you know, that type of thing. So, um, so basically, when I do a past life regression, what I'm doing is I'm helping them to remember some of their past lives for this reason only. Okay, you can do past life regression for, you know, back in the day, uh, it used to be about just exploring. Mm-hmm. Now, I do it because I'm at, in my, at a heart level, I'm a therapist, you know, I'm a healer, I'm a light worker, I'm a way shower. Okay, so so my whole idea is to help. Oh, did we lose her? We might have froze a little bit there, but that's that's what my technology's about. Give <laughs> it a moment. No, come back, Terry. This was so good. <laughs> it, it's it's the uh, mannequin challenge. Okay, you look like you froze. Did you hear what I had to say? No, we didn't. No, Please no. repeat it one more time. We lost you for about one minute. <laughs> Come back. We were so good. We were so into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. So let's go back to that. <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm talking, it's just something else is talking through me. So then my ego doesn't remember. So anyway, um, so we were talking about past life regressions and I wanted to let people know that um, when I'm doing uh, past life regression, I'm looking at them as a, as a, at a soul level. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, so what's happening is that with past life regression, um, I I can't see past the fact that I'm looking at that person at a third dimensional realm, a fourth dimensional realm, and a fifth di- dimensional realm. I'm also kind of like um, uh, being like a way shower, a light worker. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you got all that information. Mm-hmm. Um, it the whole. The uh, whole aspect of it is that I look at it as a therapeutic tool to help you Mm. evolve. So when you go into a past life regression, you are remembering a part of you that you are still trying to heal in this life. Right, right. So that's um, that's basically, um, I keep on getting pop-ups on this computer. So anyway, so... um, so that's uh, that's why I do past life regressions. Now I um, I used to do like a lot of group ones, which I would uh, I would just talk for like 20 minutes and I'd wait for the feeling, like knowing that everybody's 
spirits and, or, uh, 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 you know, their angels, their spirit guides and everything like that. And I get this overwhelming feeling of energy. And then, then I knew that it was time to do the past life regression because then, then um, mm. because it's not really me doing it. I'm just a conduit that's using the words and guiding you. The rest is coming from, from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. Chris, did you have a question? Yeah, I, I had a friend. So I'm just curious, like if, if this does happen, I had a friend who told me that she, in all her past lives, she was a man, and this her current life is the first time she's a woman. Does does that happen? Well, yes, because um, because basically she need we all need to experience different things in our lives. Okay, <laughs> in our in the, our lives as we come in. Okay, in order to be able to grow at a soul level. Okay, the reason that we're on Earth right now is because this is our great schoolhouse. Okay, mm -hmm. and so, so basically, uh, every everything that we do on this Earth, good, bad, or the ugly, okay, is really just an experience. Okay, and so, so we may come in from another lifetime. Okay, as a man, um, a woman, um, you know, as any any type of life that we choose to live okay and so so what happens is we get to experience it but say that in another lifetime uh, we died okay mm -hmm. in um in a um i would say uh uh not so great way okay um <laughs> that we come into our next lifetime to heal that Ooh. okay and then at the same time uh, because this woman was a man so many times, she needed to experience being a woman, and which is pretty cool at this time because this is the beginning of uh, of a feminine world. Okay, yes. we have we have just lived thir like thirty six thousand years of being in a masculine energy mm -hmm. of of uh, third dimensional consciousness. Okay, that actually is, was destroying this earth and and and. And so now, as of 2012, we just moved into um, a feminine um, energy. Okay, so now we've got another, like, maybe 36,000 years. You know, we're in the golden age. We're going into the golden age, and which was what we'll be talking about pretty soon. And so, um, so basically, yeah, she needed to experience being, uh, being that. But then she, there ha there's a tipping point. You have to be balanced, too. So she might come in in several past lives or future lives as a woman so that she can experience that, ah, you know. So there's um, a learning there you for know, her because, soul. Yeah, because we have to be, yeah, we have to be, um, we have to find balance at a soul level as well. Uh -huh. You know, we're always striving, even on the other side, we're striving to get higher, closer to the source, you know. I see. And so we... So we have to learn how to be um, feminine and masculine. We have to know, we, we have all experienced being a murderer, being mentally ill, being, um, being um, let's see, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, being um, uh, a victim, you know. We've all had to, to um, learn certain soul lessons in order mm. for us to, to learn to become more um, of a, a balanced soul, okay? 
I keep on saying, well, when I leave this world, you know, I'm already setting up my next life. <laughs> yeah. I want to be somebody's guide. I want to be over there knocking them on top of their ego head and telling them no direction. <laughs> So, Terry, so I'm you, learning that in this lifetime. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, so Terry, can you explain to people your definition of the masculine and feminine energies? Yeah, okay. Um, so the masculine energy is, uh, uh, we, we have both of them within us, okay? So, um, so if you divide yourself in half from the governing meridian, you know, here mm -hmm. way down, Okay, through the chakra centers. Okay, um, basically uh, the right side of us is more masculine and the left side of us is more feminine. Okay, so left brain, right brain, that type of thing. But basically, um, so what we strive for is to balance out our feminine side and our masculine side. Okay, so if we live too much in the feminine side, we're and not letting the masculine side. So the masculine side is more aggressive, more assertive, more um, uh, uh, capable to uh, uh, create in, um, in uh, let's see, uh, 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 go forward type thing, you know? And then the feminine side is more softer, more, um, more uh, um, nurturing, that type of thing. So what, we what we're striving to do is to balance those two out within ourselves, mm. okay? So if you come into this world being, you know, like, like look at us in the 80s, you know, the 70s and the 80s on how our egos were so macho. Yeah. Okay. okay. They were living out too much of their masculine side. Okay. That's right. And then uh, and now, now, check this out. We're seeing more of you guys. Well, I'm talking to three men here. <laughs> we're seeing more of you guys out there women, what used to be women's jobs, nurses, uh, clerks, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, working cash registers, staying home and taking care of the baby. Yeah. Okay. Isn't mm -hmm. that awesome? That shows you the shift That's that we're right. in right now. Mm -hmm. I th I, I've seen it uh, probably before everybody else. Well, not I'm not saying everybody else, but I've seen it um, long before um, and it, uh, that anybody else, a lot of other people would see it because I, all of a sudden I said, oh my God, I, I, you know, it's like after 2012 is when you really saw it, you know, but mm -hmm. it was coming and I right. knew it was coming. You know, I was kind of like channeling a lot back in, um, oh, like the early 2000s. And, um, and I, so there was a lot of uh, things that was very confusing to me, you know, but it was me getting ready to be um, a part of this, to help people transition into um, their feminine and masculine, balancing out those mm -hmm. two and getting, to, uh, my major thing is unconditional love, is teaching the people how to unconditionally love themselves. Yes. And, um, without, without the ego, yeah. So do you have a sense of so, like, what's kind of going on in the world right now? that when we're talking about the masculine and feminine energies and being equal uh that the world right now as we know it is going through this transformation is going within each individual as well as the world itself 
that mm -hmm. this transformation, this transformation is happening and this awakening is happening. So mm -hmm. I would like to know a little bit more of like from what your <clears throat> perspectives on and, that. If I may as well, can I add on to that, Terry? Uh, yeah. What about the people who are resisting that as well? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're, we got questions. We want to know. <laughs> Well, I, I, have, I can give you the answers that come forth, okay? Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, because, you know, prior to you guys asking me to do this, you know, my mind was just going crazy, and I'm sitting there, angels, please calm me down. Just, what should I talk about? This and that, you know? And it's like, <laughs> so now I'm glad I'm in it, because now I can just let it flow. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, first of all, we are in the Great Awakening, and that's what this crisis is about, okay? So, the, the whole aspect of it is that we were being prepared in a way uh, for um, this to come because we have been asking, okay? We have been asking for a long time. You guys are probably, were raised in like the 80s, you know? Mm. And you're probably born in the 70s or something like that. And so you guys came in here as, the, as, as, as a generational group to break the taboos of life, okay? To, to break us out of the paradigm of judgment okay mm -hmm. so a lot of you guys come in with um with um, tattoos and piercings and colored hair and stuff like that believe me i raised two boys in that and um and so <laughs> and um and even myself had to move out of judgment because here i'm 63 years old i was born in the time when when we were judgmental and we were um uh you know uh uh you know, critical. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> you know, and, and my boys taught me a lot, you yeah. know, they really did. They taught me patience. They taught me tolerance. They taught me, they taught me, um, uh, how to be non-judgmental, you know, because, and, and your whole generation did. And it even got to the point when I was trying to raise these boys by myself. And the thing is, is I realized one day it was a teacher that came did you guys lock up on me again? No, no, no you're good. No, okay. we're, we're, we're good. Oh, okay. All right, all right. We're just so into it right now. We're just stop moving. <laughs> okay, so it was, okay. So it was a teacher that actually, um, um, I, I was crying because my son, uh, I thought my son told me that he was gay, my youngest son. And I started crying saying, you know, like I was judging him for mm -hmm. three months by crying mm -hmm. because he was gay. And, and my teacher said to me, he goes, I really feel sorry for you, you know, and I turned around and said, why do you feel sorry for me? And he says, that's three months that you stopped loving your son. Mm. And it was such a mind blowing, you know, how that this is spirit coming in and talking to me through yeah. somebody else. Okay. Yes. And it was mind blowing. And ever since then, I, I was very um, uh, open about um, looking at people differently, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would see people see, look at my son's tattoos and stuff like that and their piercings. And, um, and, and the thing is, is that I started walking proud next to them, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, so your generation came in to break the tap, those taboos. To, and that's what your generation was about. You were a scorpion. And so it was <clears> just kind of like you, you came in to break those taboos of, of judgment. And so then the 90s comes in, and, and it really started in the 60s with the free love. 
<laughs> but then it produced a lot of us, uh, a lot of, of us baby boomers. So anyway, so let's get past that a little bit. And then, so what happened is that generationally, you guys were setting the stage, okay? And so we were all setting the stage. Mm -hmm. And for this transition, it really kind of, you would really see it the most during the 60s. Okay, and then, um, and then we come up to this, this point where all of a sudden, um, channelers started coming in. So it was kind of like the ETs, the angelic realm, all of them got together and they said, hey, look, we need to start manipulating the DNA and start bringing some, some higher consciousness into this earth in order to save this earth. And this is what this is about, okay? This is about um, raising the consciousness of this earth, okay? Because, um, because what's happening is that, um, so they started uh, uh, asking us souls on the other side, who wants to come in and, um, and be the way showers? Who wants to come in and help humanity um, move forward into a higher consciousness. Mm. Okay. And this is prior, you know, I was born in 1956. Okay. But I had to be awakened. I had to go through a whole bunch of stuff to be awakened, to remember who I am. Okay. And so it wasn't until I hit my, um, my mid thirties, um, that I actually started to, uh, see things in a different perspective and started to growing into this, that who I am. And this is what's happening right now. A lot of you young people that are in your thirties are waking up. Yes, okay, we are. There you go. See? <laughs> and so, yeah, sometimes I call that the Christ consciousness. Ah. Okay. And the reason why is because around thirties is when Je Jesus Christ walked on this earth and started teaching. Okay. That's and right. that's right. <laughs> So here, I mean, right now, I've got a young women, um, even a, a, a guy that's, they're all in their 30s, like the 33, uh, you know, that are coming to me to be trained. They're seekers. They come into the seeking stage. Okay. Mm -hmm. After you get done with the seeking stage, you start living it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I haven't been there, guys. I wouldn't be able to say this to you. So I've been there and done it, and now now I'm in this wisdom stage, you see. So I had to get out of becoming the seeker and to get into this this stage of, and then I got into living it. I got the courage up to go out there and to start doing hypnosis and to start. Mm. Uh, and as I was learning, I was growing. It's the same thing as what people do today. As you learn and as you... And as you become that seeker, all of a sudden you're doing, you guys are doing right now, mm -hmm. you see. And so, and then you get the wisdom. The wisdom comes in along with it. Okay, it's not because I'm 60 that I have the wisdom. I had the wisdom when I was 30. It just didn't manifest into, until I broke out of my lack of self-esteem. Mm -hmm. So... So everything that you guys go through, and I'm talking about the third dimensional people as well, the ones that are awakening right now, and, and everything like that, all of those people have to go through these stages of growth at a soul level, and you can do it in one lifetime. Um, or you can take your time and do it in several lifetimes. 
<laughs> I feel like a lot of people are doing that. <laughs> There's a lot of people waking up right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. So basically, those people that are resistant, resistant, mm. okay, they're what we call third dimensional. Okay, and that's what we have have been for many, many years, third dimensional. Okay. And so the thing is, is that, and there's no right and there's no wrong in that. That's just the soul level. Okay. Right. So I want to make that clear. There's no judgment on whether you're third, fourth, or fifth dimensional consciousness, which is what we're in right now. This whole planet is in a third, fourth, and fifth dimensional consciousness. And that's why they call it multidimensional. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right. So, so the whole aspect of it is that the earth now just recently, now the earth has been calling out and crying out to the universe, help me, help me, help me. Okay, the souls on this earth are, are hurting me. Okay, mm. and so, so the earth is tired. Okay, and um, so basically, uh, we're draining its blood. Okay, we're shooting off bombs, you know, not only into the atmosphere, but also underneath the ground. Okay. Um, there's, uh, now keep in mind, okay, look at us as though we are cells of the universe, of the earth, mm -hmm. okay? So you think of this for a moment. If you, if somebody was drawing out your blood constantly, okay, and if they were, um, or if there was a part of your body that was diseased by an emotional component, Okay, so say that you have this emotion, that, this negative emotion that you're not letting go of, okay, and it turns into a cancer. What, does your, what do you have to do as a universe to fix that? You have to, you're either going to fight back or you're going to cut it out. Right. Sure. Okay, so why do you think that the earth isn't alive like that too? Okay, so the earth is also a living organism. Okay, mm -hmm. and the universe is its body, and we are the cells of it. Okay, so if we are diseased through through negative thought, okay, um, <clears throat> crime, um, um, uh, unethical hate, capitalism, all of that, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. it is. Okay, yeah, the political agenda right now yeah. is like. Like, it's awful, and I'm not a politically-minded person. I always try to look for the best, you know, the good out of whatever I see that's bad, okay? That's how I keep centered, okay, mm -hmm. to keep myself out of being in judgment over it because you know what? It'll tear you apart, Yeah. okay? So, so that would be a fourth-dimensional thought or a fifth-dimensional thought, okay, to do that. So every human being right now after this crisis has this going on in them, okay? They are shut down. We are shut down, okay? And so the and so um, so could this can we blame it on the presidents or can we blame it on China? Not really, okay? Um, there was uh, maybe a higher purpose involved here. Okay, maybe uh, the higher purpose was to say, okay, guys, okay, Earth, I hear you. So the Earth said, okay, I'm shifting to the fifth dimension. They have to follow me. 
Okay. Mm. And so, and remember, uh, this was a fifth dimensional being. Okay. So fifth dimension is, um, is Christ-like and it is, a it is an energy consciousness of, of community. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, the fifth dimensional consciousness is about uh, loving, uh, loving one another, loving yourself. And it has to start with yourself first. Okay. And so fifth dimensional consciousness is that your energy, that you are uh, basically at a higher frequency than a third dimension. The mm. fourth dimension is where you can grow. This is your, this is your learning. Uh, this is where you can learn to become a fifth dimensional. Right. Okay. Instead of, um, instead of being a third dimension. So these people who are resistant, they will grow. It might take them a few lifetimes, or maybe they'll make it through this lifetime because now they're shut down. They have no, they have no, they have to be able to think now differently. Sure. Okay. And so the, and so the thing is, is that, and, and I want to be clear. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean that these third dimensional people are going to all die. Fourth dimensional and fifth dimensional people <clears throat> will die. Okay. Um, but the whole aspect of it is that, um, is that uh, it, because once, because there is no such thing as death, first of all. Right. Okay. It's, all it is is transition. Okay. You, they set you up for death. Um, uh, that's a third dimensional con con uh, a concept, by the way, the fear of death. Okay. Mm. So the whole aspect of it is that, um, uh, you know, I said, well, if I get this coronavirus, I hope that um, I just walk out of my body before it affects me because I really don't want to be tortured with the, <laughs> with the, uh, with the uh, coughing and the, <laughs> and stuff like that but the whole aspect of it is that we have that ability to just walk out of our body if we want to you know and so and and we have the ability to be able not to suffer okay but usually in a third dimensional consciousness we're taught fear okay uh so third dimension to make it more clear is duality Okay, so there, if there's hate, there's love, mm. you know, and so, so, but in the fourth dimensional aspect, there is still kind of like duality, but we're striving more, we're more conscious now to, to see that we don't want to be in hate, we want to be in love, okay, and so we're training ourselves or we're being taught by these these uh, the powers to be, you know, that are within us or around us, above us or below us, you know. So we're learning more about our energy fields, and we're learning more about mm. our um, our uh, these stages of consciousness. We're learning about um, how to use our our auras and our chakras and our and our uh, third eye and wake all of those those aspects, those spiritual aspects of ourselves, wake them up. So that we can become, and we're doing that all in this fourth dimensional consciousness in order to be able to raise into that fifth dimensional consciousness, which is a lighter vibration. This is where you are, eternal love, okay? So mm. when you look at somebody, you, you're looking at somebody in the aspect of, of, um, of unconditional love, like Jesus said, you know, um, love your neighbors as you love yourself and love yourself as you love your neighbors. Okay. 
So, so the whole aspect, what does that mean? It means it has to come from you first because you are mirror imaging mm -hmm. yourself from every person that comes into your life. Okay. So, so that's how you know how you're growing. Okay. Because you're attracting yourself to you. Do you believe so also that you know, there's signs out there that are that angels are giving out there? Like I, I was, I was hearing about uh, the numbers, like everybody talks about angel numbers. So can I you, see them all the time. Yeah. So what does that really mean? Like I, an example would be, I open up my utility bill and my utility bill said 777. That means they're thanking you. Okay. So basically, um, okay. First of all, the series of numbers, okay. Is an angel language. Okay. And matter of fact, we are all mathematical figures. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah, there's actually proof in physics for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so even to do an astrological reading of your soul, it's all mathematical figures. Isn't that cool? So anyway, um, I wish I was that smart, but <laughs> I guess if I was up here too much, I wouldn't be enough in here. Exactly. So that's my job this, this time around, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so the whole aspect of it is that, um, so, uh, so when you look at angel numbers, um, it's your belief system, okay? You could believe that 777 means something else, and it would be your reality, okay? Just like uh, some of the people that are uh, in, the, in religion still, okay? They believe that 666 is the mark of the devil, Okay, but really 666 means in the angelic language, it means you need to balance out your, your uh, they're asking you, they're, you don't need to, they're just asking you to balance out your, your material world and your spiritual world. So if there's something that you want, come to us, don't be trying to strive for it so much. It can sense, isn't it? Somebody is. It's Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a time like that where I saw nothing but sixes everywhere, and I was freaking out. <laughs> it no makes way. sense why I was freaking you out. <laughs> so, so basically, if you raise, so learn your numbers. Zero, zero, zero means um, that you're in a full circle. Okay, one, one, one means new beginnings. 222 means um, there's an opportunity knocking at your door. Be sure to walk through it, okay? No matter how scared you are, walk through it. Mm. Um, uh, 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 333 means that um, the ascended masters, okay, such as Jesus and Muhammad and, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Gaia, all of those, they are all um, encouraging you to move forward, that they're embracing you. You're going the right, you're in the right place. Just keep moving. Um, 444 means that the angels are supporting you and lifting you and, and comforting you and guiding you into that direction. 555 means, <laughs> this one's interesting. 555 means that there's a major change going that's about to happen. And I always say, make it good, please. <laughs> you know? And then um, six, six, you know, mm -hmm. being in balance between those two worlds. And um, seven, seven, seven is always a big thank you. Thank you for the work that you're doing. We love you and you're, you're on the right path. 888 stands for um, abundance and that a door is closing as abundance comes 
comes walking through your mm. your pathway. Um, nine 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 means the door closed. You know, oh. and and so how I look at this is that is that um, you know you don't really know what they're talking about, but I always look at it this way: it's going to happen to you either physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Mm-hmm. Okay, these changes are taking place. So all I say is thank you sure. <laughs> when I see the number. You know, um, it just pops up so that you know that you're not alone. Mm. You know? Nice. So there's many other ways that the angels speak to you, but that is pretty. That's a pretty prominent one right there. So um, so basically, um, there's a. Um, uh, one of the things that um, I realized that is that everybody is seeing this. Mm. Okay. Even in the third dimensional world, they just don't know what they're looking at. And so right now, right now from this crisis, and there's more crises to come guys. Okay. Um, and, and the thing is, is that through this crisis, it's going to be continuing at least for about uh, two years, I believe. Um, and what's going to happen is that we have this one that started. This is the great awakening. This is making people stay still. It's making them to see themselves for the first time, you know, because they're wow. locked up. They can't do a lot. You know, even myself, which was so funny, um, I, it was intuitively, okay, and that's another angel thing, okay. So intuitively, I was supposed to go to my, my son's house in North Carolina to go take care of his an, animals while he goes to Italy, right? Well, Italy shut down. He couldn't go. And then I thought, oh, I don't really think I want to um, go down to North Carolina now because um, I'm not sure what's happening, you know? So, so, and plus my whole agenda was to be alone. <laughs> I just wanted to be alone. I work with clients every single day. I do workshops all the time and I get tired and I just mm. wanted to be alone. Uh-huh. And then I live in a house with a bunch of noisy dogs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, so I, so I had the opportunity to come up here to the Poconos to my brothers. He, he bought this big Victorian home, gave me my own room to play in. And um, so, so I have, I have my space up here. So since March 19th, I've been up here. I probably will be going home, you know, uh, the end of this month. And so, so the whole aspect of it is that I got my peace, my quiet, my stillness, my. Mm-hmm. And so the first two weeks that this uh, this um, uh, epidemic or this uh, crisis started, um, in my mind, okay, there was a small amount of fear. Okay, because it wasn't that I was afraid personally, I just got confused, you know, but there's people out there that got afraid, okay, because I call my clients and I, 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 you know, I keep up with my clients and stuff like that, and a lot of them are saying, I'm so scared, I'm, I'm so petrified, I'm so, you know, this and that. And then I, you know, I just help them try to get centered. But, mm-hmm. but the whole aspect of it is that my fear came up in confusion. And then all of a sudden, um, then I started worrying about my future. 
you know. But then as soon as that started, for like two weeks, I started talking out loud about it. And that was my fear. Okay. So then all of a sudden, um, I got centered. I got myself centered because I, I do a lot of meditation. I go to bed with meditations. I wake up with meditations. And, and if I wake up in the middle of the night, I meditate. <laughs> you know, so, sure. so all of a sudden I got centered. Okay. And, and then I started, to, and then all of a sudden I started, my higher mind started kicking in because I let my ego out of the way. Mm. And so when my higher mind started kicking in, what happened was all of a sudden I got on technology. I decided to download Zoom. Some of my clients who know technology said, oh, Terry, you could do this and you could do that. And all of a sudden, somebody called me up and said, can you counsel me on, um, on FaceTime? You know, so then all of a sudden, like everything started gearing towards a new way of practicing what I do, you know, yeah. so that fear moved away, you know, and um and so if people would allow themselves to open up that higher mind and listen to that little voice more than the ego, the ego is very loud and crass and, and want, it thinks it's protecting you. You got to remember that the ego only knows what it's been taught through the five senses since the day you were born. Okay. But the higher mind knows everything. Okay. It's connected to the spirit. So, and the spirit is unconditional love. Okay. So I'm talking too much and I'm drying up here. <laughs> bring no, water. Every, everything, always bring water. Yeah, everything, everything you've been saying is just so powerful. I mean, we've been just engulfed in, in what you're saying and just taking it all in because it's really making an impact on us, especially when the, when the three of us are this quiet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's really resonating with us where we can share your message and what you're teaching with others. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And you know what? I think I truly believe that I'm divinely guided towards all this. You know, it's I have been an experiential just like everyone else. You know, mm -hmm. you come in and you experience life. Okay. Your ego takes over most of your life. Okay. And remember, I was just about that ego, your ego only knows what has been taught through the five senses since the day you were right. born. So right. you are a product of all the influences in your life from your peers, your parents for the first seven years. Okay, then mm. school and all the peers in school, your churches and then and then um, and other people, you know. Um, so you have been a product of that for all your life through the five senses. So the ego thinks that's a reality. Okay. And it holds on to it. Huh? And it holds on to it. <laughs> yes, it does hold on to it. You know, we and we and you can't get rid of the ego. Right. That's the thing. You can't get rid of the ego, but you can teach the ego just like you teach yourself. As you're teaching yourself, you're teaching your ego. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the higher mind, if you can Ooh. get that higher mind more prevalent than the ego, and I'm always saying to my higher mind, let me become clear. Allow me to hear your soft voice more than my loud ego. Okay. And so when my ego gets out of control and it creates fear and, and anger and, and issues and stuff like that, you know, or anxiety, then what happens is then, then I have to, uh, then I stop and I say, okay, higher mind, um, uh, make it, uh, 
or come in and make it clear, you know. So I've been working a lot on my higher mind lately, you know, uh, more so than I ever have before, only because of where we're at right now. We have the opportunity to work on ourselves right now because we are by ourselves, collectively, though, collectively, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. because um, everybody's going through the same thing, you know. And, and so when we talk about collective consciousness, you know, it really is a fifth dimensional consciousness because that's what we're looking, striving for. But mm. also we can collectively be in, you know, so, so we have to, we have to learn just like this, this video is mm. about learning, you know, probably out of a hundred people who watch this video, everybody will get something from it. Mm -hmm. But your mind can only take in nine bits of information at a time. So they'll so they'll understand twenty percent of it, but they'll grow with that. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Terry, we've talked about a lot of different dimensions and third worlds. What actions can people take today in this world to get them to where they need to go or help them to start growing more? I know you just mentioned one way about, you know, calming the ego down. But what, what are some other ways people can start taking action around their life today? Okay. All right. Well, basically, um, uh, the very first thing that uh, they should do is breathe. <laughs> Simple. You know? Yeah. So is um, because um, breathing will calm you down. Okay. So, uh, so basically, breathing is a good way. Um, getting out in nature. Okay. For the next five years, like Saturn's in retrograde right now, and right, and Saturn is the, the culprit for all this, by the way. <laughs> Saturn, like in, in March, just real quick, uh, March, mm -hmm. Saturn came in in March, okay? And we were in Aquarius. Saturn is about restrictions, and it's also about maturity. It creates chaos. It creates things, well, not chaos, but it creates things to create you to become more in growth so and it's also about lessons okay mm. so, so think of this and it was in aquarius aquarius means um freedom restriction of freedom wow okay it was in march okay then um uh, then we had uh, let's see also in aquarius was um uh was um uh, Uranus, which means chaos and restructure. Okay, so that came in a little bit later. Okay, so and then Capricorn came in. So basically, so now, um, so last month in, uh, let's see, March, April, and this is May. Okay, yes, in April, it was about restructure. So even in the political agenda and everything like that, we're all restructuring our minds. And even those higher beings that are supposed to be, uh, are, are those like the political agendas, the people in politics and stuff, they haven't a clue. They don't know what they're doing. They're just as confused and upset as we are, you know, but, mm. and, and so the whole aspect of it is that it comes <clears throat> down to this, okay? It comes down to practicing loving yourself unconditionally, okay? And that is breathing, meditation, um, learning about your chakras, getting into the spiritual aspect of yourself. Um, I wouldn't listen to so much. Um, uh, well, personally, I'm saying I don't listen to a lot of the news 
shut that damn TV off. You know, if you're going to watch something, watch comedy, you know? Um, And um, so, but basically, um, uh, and and people will say to me, like my family says, well, you got to be informed, Terry. You got to be informed. You know, I do have to be informed, you know, but I hear enough from you guys. (laughs) But but what I want to know, okay, is how I feel through this. Okay. Mm. I do believe in respect. Okay. If the, if we're told to wear a mask in public, you wear a mask in public. Okay. Because remember, we're working with fear-based people. We're working with a lot of people that are still fearful. Sure. Okay. So even though we might not feel that fear, okay, you know, be respectful. Okay. That's a higher consciousness right exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's that's being in higher consciousness because because you know what. When you have an awareness that goes beyond fear, okay, um, you, it is your responsibility to be a part of that, that, um, that aspect of helping and being kind and helping people who are fearful, mm-hmm. okay? Or we would not be here doing this work right now. You know, we, you, all sure. three of us, four of us would not be here talking about this. Okay, so yeah, be respectful out there and and do what we're being asked to do and 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 as much social distancing that you can do, go ahead and do that, okay? I'm gonna set up my office where where well, actually, I do social distancing my I'm not touching anybody when I'm hypnotizing them. Right. I might not do as much hands on you know, and if I do hands on healing, I'll wipe down my my table and i'll and I'll um make sure their hands are washed, my hands are washed. And even if we have to both wear masks, we'll wear masks. It depends on how that person feels. Okay, so sure. it's about that's all it mm. is. And, um, and so that's one thing that we could be doing, okay, is, is getting ourselves back into that. Because there's a lot of conspiracies cons, out there. Yeah. <laughs> and even those, those people, um, they don't believe that it's real, okay? Well, you know something? We all make our own reality. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay? So, um, but it, it does come down to the fact that we are spiritual beings living a human experience, and we are human. Okay? We're part human as well. So, mm-hmm. um, it depends on how fast you want to leave the earth. You can do that. <laughs> Oh, oh god i just oh, so many history references like flashed across my eyes i'm like oh god she's right they'll just leave early <laughs> they, always say, they always say everything's full of energy and yeah. and this is the thing where i wanted to ask you this this, this situation that had it happened when my mom was on her deathbed i was just rubbing going and just putting my arm my hand around her uh, around her body around her arms not touching and then ju- then what i ended up doing was i eventually just touched her arm what ended up happening is the i felt like the this energy came all the way up to where i had a uh, a surgery i had my pectoral tendon repaired and it felt like it just like radiated and popped right there mm-hmm. and i kind of felt like it was like i touched my mom's soul yes absolutely and and i bet you that you that that's something that you never forget. Those exactly. types of things you never forget. You know, it's like um, I've had a lot of uh, uh, high-powered spiritual experiences happen to me. 
you know, and, um, and I never forget them. I actually died in this lifetime and I went over on the other side and, uh, and I can remember every detail of it, you know? And so the whole aspect of it is that, um, we, tr we are energy beings. Okay. Mm -hmm. I could even go and talk about <clears throat> holographic awareness and, uh, and illusion. Okay. But we don't want to do that in this workshop, <laughs> but the whole aspect of it is that if we, if we just kind of like, just stick it to keep it to, um, to the humanness of us. Okay. So we are energy beings. Okay. And because, um, because of that experience that you experienced with your mother, you are in a heightened sense of awareness. Okay. And so mm -hmm. your energies were connected to your mother's energy through love. Okay. And because it was connected through love, you were able to feel her energy as she was feeling your tenderness to help her to pass on. You see, mm -hmm. so God was showing you, um, yourself through that experience you see so it was a so um and, and people pass on energy all the time when i channel oh my goodness um people are constantly telling me that they could the energy alone just coming through my body <clears throat> they could feel it touching them you know so so the whole aspect of it is that um is that uh that was what you were experiencing was the connection, the, the energetic connection between the two of you. So that was very, that, that must have been very powerful for you. And you helped your mother, which is beautiful. And, uh, and, and yes, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So that's what I do. I make people get emotional. <laughs> that's, how we get, that's how we get things out of our system, you know, our emotions, through our emotions. Sure. Yeah. sure. All right. No, I mean, I mean, what you've been sharing with us today has been absolutely amazing, Terry. I'm, I'm so grateful that we have met many years ago and we've been connected and, and our lives have still intertwined one way or another. Mm -hmm. And to have you now on the show with these two guys here, because I figured the three of us, you know, Fred, Chris, and I, <clears throat> are all intertwined some way or another. I mean, yes, everything absolutely. for us to be here, for us to be here to start this movement, to, to start this podcast, the other ideas that we have, that mm -hmm. it took us time to find each other. Right. But we were... But you, know, like you all saying, have... And the reason for that is because you all have like minds. You're all feeding off of one another as a as yourself hmm. you are christopher christopher's you Frederick, and um is christopher and you hmm. so you're all your your soul your soul friends you remember each other you all came in at a soul level and said hey you know we're all going to have um something that we're working through and we can work through it together as buddies. And we're going to start something uh, when we're all in our 30s or something like that. <clears throat> so, so the whole aspect of it is that um, yes, it's all about connection. They this yeah. is um, this is about and, and Arizona. 
<laughs> I love Arizona. I love Arizona's energy. I don't think I could live there, though, because um, it's extraterrestrial city. It is. <laughs> you know? and, and it's a fire energy. And it, mm. and it just makes you come alive. I had have more. I have had more paranormal experiences out there in Mesa than you can imagine. I had a girlfriend who just recently left in 2016, and she was like the ambassador of all the ETs. Her name was Chris, uh, Cynthia Crawford, and um, and so anyway, uh, she helped me to break a, break out of my insecurity of being an being a being an, an empathic uh, channeler, and so. So basically, her backyard was Superstitious Mountain, okay? Mm. Superstitious yeah. Mountain. I go out there, and I swear to God, the closer I get to it, I know there's a, a, a mothership inside that mountain. Just, <laughs> I just feel like, ooh, there's an optical illusion going on in there. And, um, and you know what's so funny is that I can always find my way out, but the people who live there that take me out there always get lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, and so, so basically, um, um, I had a very interesting um, paranormal experience. I went out there with my friend and um, to her backyard, and we were just walking out there, um, and all of a sudden, these green orbs came absolutely just slamming my body. And I'm wow. sitting there like, oh my God, I'm going to get hit, I'm going to get hit, right? And they slammed into my body, and... I ended up going into this past life. And here I'm screaming, saying, oh my God, I'm standing in a river of blood. I'm in blood all over the place, you know? And I'm freaking out physically to my friend. Thank God he knows me, <laughs> you know, that, I, that I, things like that happened to me. And so what happened, and we're talking about Mace, uh, uh, Apache Junction. I was in Apache okay. Junction, okay? So all of a sudden, I'm looking up in up at Superstitious Mountain, and I'm watching all these people jumping off off the freaking mountain, and I'm going, I'm freaking out. And then, um, but I'm I'm in the vibration of what was going on there, okay. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, when I got out of that mm-hmm. that past life, um, I went over to Cynthia and I said, "What the heck happened in that desert?" And she goes, oh, that's Apache Junction. Junction. That's where all the the uh, Apaches got massacred. Massacred. That's right. Mm, that's right. You know, and it was like, <clears throat> oh my God. And so I. That's how. That's what that vibration of Arizona does to me. I have to. I have to. Mexico. It does, uh, New Mexico does that to me too. Yeah. And um. And so. So the thing is, is that um, I have to go to places that are grounded. <laughs> Sure. That's what happens. Like I went to Gettysburg and, and 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 witnessed the Civil War and watched all these angels coming down and 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 um, reaching for the the souls of the bodies that were all there. So it's kind of like um, sometimes um, I I have to be taught how to be grounded, um, and uh, and that's something that as we're evolving as a species that we have to remember is to is to keep ourselves grounded. I have a lot of grounded friends that pull me back into my body so it is interesting no and that's for you to experience that that is absolutely amazing uh, i need to work on my senses so i can experience that as well to to mm-hmm. really you know just see life in a different way and and feel what others have experienced in the past 
to where we are today. Mm -hmm. So that's an amazing gift that, that you have and that you're sharing with other people. Yeah. So, so Tara, we're going to be wrapping up here in, a, in okay. about two, three minutes here. I want to know how can people get a hold of you if they are looking to learn about hypnotherapy, therapy, uh, getting some counseling from you, okay. uh, anything like that. How can, how can they get a hold of you? Okay. Um, uh, basically, I, I closed down my website because it wasn't really working for me anymore, but um, they can get to me through um, through uh, my email, secretshealing, okay, at yahoo.com, or they can get go to Terry Martell, uh, T-E-R-I, <laughs> M-A-R-T-E-L-L, two L's, and um, – and that will get them on my Facebook, uh, so they can message me and let me know that they're interested, and then, and then um, I can friend them, and then I can uh, contact them through that, or they can even call me. You know, um, um, but it would be better if they went through Facebook first. You know, that sure. type of thing, or through the email, and then I can privately give them my phone number. And, and then, and uh, so those are the. Okay. Um. All I was going to say, Terry, what we're also going to do for you, we're going to get you set up on our website, the extraordinarybeingmovement.com, so that oh, people can get to know you more and also access you from there through our site as well. So if they uh -huh. want to know more about hypnotherapy or looking for somebody with your skill set, they'll be able to get you now through our site. So we're going to have that up by Monday as well. well thank you. Out. I appreciate that. So That's be, very yeah, nice. Because we want you to yeah. be part of our movement and be part of our team. So, oh, I would love that too. I have lots to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we definitely want to be sharing more of your gifts with the world, and we're going to help you out by having you help us out, and we're also all working together to explore something bigger, mm -hmm. this bigger universe all together. Okay. So all if right. you're looking to get more Terry, we'll have her bio and information there as well. Awesome. Okay, I just want to end with one thing here, though, because sure. it keeps on popping up in my head, so I have to say sure. it. Um, we're, um, we have to pay attention to the earth from now on, okay? Mm. Uh, it is the earth that has done this, has created this to happen, okay? The earth has said, I'm tired, and I need for you guys to start taking care of me, okay? And if you can't <clears> take care of me, I'm going to have to take care of myself. So the earth is loving itself. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so we have to raise ourselves into the fifth dimensional consciousness. So the way to do that is to get grounded into the earth and start planting, start loving the earth, start hugging a tree if you have to, you know, <laughs> but um, and and get personal, get personal with the earth. Yeah. Okay. Start uh, changing economies, start changing um, but you guys are the you guys are our future. Okay, and you guys are going to go in there and become the next presidents and stuff like that. And we need to um, clean this earth up big time. Okay, Agreed. that's where we're headed. No, and, and we, we definitely appreciate that, and we see that ourselves. So mm -hmm. what we're going to do, Terry, you wait right there because we're going to talk to you right after the show a little bit more, but we're going to end it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Linda Karma, your host and coach with the Extraordinary Being Movement, along with... Christopher Shiver, everybody be safe and pay attention to the earth. <laughs> and Fred Martinez, what's your final words, sir? Uh, just, 
I'm just, I'm in awe with everything. <laughs> it was awesome. like, very informative. Um, and I think everybody else are going to be extremely informed and they're going to take things to another level. Wonderful. Wonderful. No, yeah. no great. Thank you so much for, for sharing. Remember, this is the Extraordinary Being Movement where we inspire you, influence you, and motivate you for success. Check us out on the extraordinarybeingmovement.com. You can also check us out on our online radio station where we have a dozen other shows right there at your fingertips for free from health to fitness, life transformation, communication, relationships, and so much more. And that is ebmradiolive.com. And we always, we host all of our shows on YouTube. So you can check us out there at ebmtvlive.com and see all of our past shows as well. Well, this is Linda Carmine. We wish you well and have a safe and happy day. Talk to you soon.